Hello, and welcome to the Slot Plus segment of the Slate Culture Gab Fest. What you are about to hear is the Q&A that we had with some of the hearty listeners who came to hear our show at the Mount in Edith Wharton's very elegant stable. Uh, they asked us a bunch of good questions. We gave them our best shot at answering them. You'll find what transpired follows. Um, so uh, uh, Writer's House is not that far away, uh, Mark Twain in Hartford. Um, I went there when I was in college at UMass uh, during a uh, Mark Twain class, and it was great. My question is, who is our Mark Twain today? He was so biting, so uh, funny, and uh, who, who today is our Mark Twain? Oh, not, not Charles P. Pierce, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> who, is, who is it? So, okay, was it? Ouch. Ouch. Uh, the thing about Twain is that he didn't come at it straight, right? He, he, he came at it a little bit sideways. He was like faux folksy, but not in an annoying way. Who's that? And he I was mean, also a fiction writer and a political... He was engaged with political actuality at the same time. So he Right. He Can we give a cop-out answer and say just total uni- American unicorn? I mean, how could anyone be what Twain was? Oh, yeah. I have nothing. Uh-oh. I yeah. Let's let's marinate on that. Maybe George maybe. Uh, he doesn't have the like. <laughs> but he doesn't have the the accessibility, right? Like the the sort of like come in the front door, gather round, and then I'm just gonna sneakily lacerate you with my observations. Quality. Saunders is just like a little more lacerating from the get go. I almost want to say Jonathan Friends and just to hear the booze. <laughs> so I like Jonathan Friends, and that was not intended to be mean. But I don't know. But when when you think about that that piece that Saunders recently wrote for the New Yorker on following the Trump campaign, I, I can see something Twainian in there. You know, I mean, it, it, there's this combination of sort of a common touch and at the same time, like you say, like a very lacerating wit. And he does do the fiction and the and the yeah. real life writing at All the same right. time. Did you have a name in mind, or? Well, I, I was thinking for Brett that Booms County, County is really... Oh, uh, that's interesting. But he's not a writer, so that's... You know. Yeah, well, I like opening it to other media. That's, that's interesting. All right, we've got to make this plus worth it. Who's, come on. <laughs> Any other questions? Yeah, I'll, thank, great to see you all. And I just wanted to um, say that I live near the Edgar Allan Poe Cottage which is very atmospheric and definitely worth a visit if you're in New York City. Um, and wasn't NYU going to demolish it and there was some fight yes, on its yes, behalf? Yes, we were. Yeah, yeah. Same, um, I'm involved with the Bronx County Historical Society and we saved it and restored it. Even, ah, even, restored, even restored it's still pretty run down. I didn't know NYU was trying to destroy oh. buildings like upstate. <laughs> it had to be moved ah. from one place in the Bronx to the other. Got it. So, yeah. But I just wanted to, um, on the way up here, I drove, I drove up from the city like probably a lot of people, and as I, pa- I passed by um, a turnoff, you could go see Martin Van Buren's house, which is, you know, I'm sure that's oh wonderful. <laughs> I, can th- I can throw a rock from one of my porches and hit that house. <laughs> Very, and frequently does, I'm sure. Van yeah. <laughs> 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 Buren. I, I just wanted to know, is, um, do you see a difference in, I, I noticed that the, politi- the houses of presidents and political figures tend to be a lot more they seem to be, aside from places like the Mount, they seem to be a little more crowded, a little more popular. So do you see a difference between oh, pilgrimages to politicians' houses and, um, and uh, artists' houses? 
Well, it's interesting, right? Because with a politician, there's nothing else to go to, right? If you revere Edith Wharton, you can just read all of her books or buy a first edition or uh, watch the movies. Like, there's a lot of things you can commune with besides the house. Whereas with, like, founding fathers or whatever, I'm not sure about Van Buren, I'm not sure what the lines are like there, <laughs> but, you know, like, I've been to Monticello, uh, you, you, there's like not another place to go necessarily. I mean, I guess they, yeah, a lot of them have biographies and autobiographies and memoirs and letters and things you can read, but it's harder to feel like there's an obvious point of communion beside the house. So maybe it's a scarcity thing. Right. That's it's also it's like it's kind of halfway between visiting Edgar Allan Poe's house and going to a Civil War battlefield. I mean, there's sort of a history buff contingent that I think maybe just outnumbers the number. Do history of people buffs there. outnumber literature buffs? I think I wouldn't. That doesn't seem obviously true, but maybe it is. One more. Someone else. Two more over here. Hi. Quick question. So this could also just be a brag with that I found out on the way here that I won my bachelorette fantasy pool, (laughs) Um, and so I might have wanted to bring up Unreal Fantasy Football and Stephen's love of the Bachelorette, if I remember correctly. Uh, I I go both ways, bachelor, bachelorette. So me and my friends have in the past few years been doing a fantasy league for the bachelor and bachelorette contestants. So it's kind of turned watching this reality program into gaming the contestants. So where I used to cringe when I saw a guitar, now I I would get excited this time because I would get 100 points because there was a song. (laughs) So I was just curious on what you thought about kind of women turning this reality program into, you know, the, the fantasy, reclaiming the fantasy league for themselves. Can I ask, so someone at Slate, I forget who now, is in also in a bachelorette okay. fantasy league. Should I assume they're in your league because there's just one? <laughs> um, or so is this like a widespread phenomenon? I would phenomenon? be curious. I actually do not like the interface of my website, Fantasy for Reality. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Wait, that's so amazing. We just all need to like <laughs> ponder that for a sec. Okay, my my team, don't go chasing waterfalls. Very I nice. won. <laughs> um, but but like, is that something that a lot of people are doing? There's a lot of services that do, or is it fairly niche? Is we, it like you and your cool friends? We stuck with this one because one of my friends actually happened to write in for a rule amendment uh-huh. uh, that if your contestant was picked to be the next bachelor or bachelorette that you would get 100 points. So it is now the Lauren Hauser rule. So we felt, you know, we had to stick with this service for for solidarity. So, But if uh, on the Facebook page, people had other websites that they could recommend. I will demand that whatever Slate Story I'm thinking of uh, share, I believe it is a her forum there so that you will find out about it. I am so interested in this because I always defended my interest in reading celebrity magazines to uh, an old friend of mine who was a sports buff and used to like knock me for not following sports by just saying that like I care about who's in what movies and what movies are coming out and what movies do well and what movies are good the way you care about who's on what sports team and who won what game like it's it's a cast of characters who are not real in a real I mean they're real but they're not your people uh, to follow dramas to to track like it's entertainment. Um, I believe that I won that argument. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. Would you ever join a fantasy bachelorette league? <laughs> How do you know I haven't already? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, sure. 
Jaina, I cannot imagine this would be up your alley. <laughs> yeah, that's so game. That's so like gaming on top of reality, reality TV. TV. That's just like layers of things that I'm not interested we in. We found the <laughs> um, the Dana sour spot. All right, one more, and then we're out of here. Or are we okay? Let's do two. Two more. Two more. Two more. Since I'm really into gender studies, I was wondering what happened in your opinion to the transgender moment. It seems to have come, gone, and buried in the so? landfill by the Republicans. I feel like it's still absolutely oh. alive and well and only getting stronger. Only getting stronger, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the fights in the. This is really a political gap fest question, maybe, but, uh, but it's a cultural question, too. I mean, to me, the speed with which trans issues in the trans conversation has become like the mainstream locus of LGBT activism after the passage of gay marriage, um, probably thanks in some part to uh, Caitlyn Jenner, has been astonishing. Like to me, it's, it's uh, happened very quickly, and I think it's not surprising, even though it's dismaying, that it has become a, a sort of locus of opposition in state legislatures to, to focus on this sort of inane bathroom phobia. But... Um, I don't think those laws are going to stand or... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's like a dying gasp rather than I the, totally the agree. End. And I think the war has been won generationally. Just the, what I pick up from my 13-year-old kid is, you know, the idea that you default to receive gender norms among at least her crowd is really no longer the way these kids think about it. I just think it's, it's just as inevitable. Maybe we couldn't see it, you know, but as inevitable as gay marriage became. Yeah. First of all, thank you so much. I, yours is the first podcast that I ever got obsessed with, and it's still my favorite, so thank you so much. Really great to see you right here and talk to you. Um, <laughs> so my question is, since we're so close to Tanglewood, you rarely talk about classical music, um, the Culture Cat Fest, and I was wondering if classical music is something you listen to, and if so, what is the area um, that interests you the most, and what do you return to? Dana. <laughs> I'm just curious, did you recently email us or put this on the Facebook page or something? We recently got a query about why don't you guys talk about classical music more, but that wasn't you who sent it. That's at least two people out there. There's at least two people out there who want to hear about it. I mean, as, as, as has come up... I mean, as has come up in endorsements many times, classical music, it broadly defined, I mean, not necessarily Western classical music, but is the main form of music I listen to. As a result, the summer strut list is always news to me, you know, because I basically haven't paid any attention to pop music in, you know, like 30 years or something like that. Um, I mean, unless something really comes in over the transom and grabs me. It's something that's hard to do as a, as a show, I think, mm-hmm. because... I mean, for one thing, we, want it, we would probably want to get in a guest if it's something a little bit difficult or obscure. We did go to a John Adams opera one time. Mm-hmm. I think that's the closest we've done to doing a whole classical segment, Nixon was, in China. I thought that was a success. I mean, yeah, but, I but, we, was, but we did have a music critic come on you know, to talk about. He was fantastic. He, he was the music critic for New York. For New York Magazine, whose name he I can't was remember. Justin Davidson. Justin Davidson. Is he right? still there? Yeah. I would love to have him on. Oh, yeah, yeah, as a tango. Should we just stay? <laughs> I mean, one thing I will say is that I constantly want to bring in endorsements that are classical music or some form of, like, non-Western music or some weird, dorky, ragtime thing, and I'm always embarrassed to do it because I know Steve will mock me, but, <laughs> but having heard that from you, I will, I'll have the courage of my convictions next time and bring it in. Uh, yeah? 
Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for coming. That was really fun. Thank you very much.